Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 852, Seven Discipline Mastering Practices by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that somehow published over 850 episodes of narration for you over the last 850 days. It's been an interesting ride to say the least, but I'm happy to be doing it. And this is with permission from the authors and or websites, by the way. Now let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Seven Discipline Mastering Practices by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. A craftsman masters his trade by repeated practice with care and continual learning with devotion to the purpose. It takes the same kinds of things to master the craft of discipline. Repeated practice, single-minded devotion to the purpose, continual learning, care. I've been giving some thought to what it takes to master the craft of discipline and have been following some practices that I've found extremely useful. Number one, do the task even when I'm not in the mood. Procrastination is such a common problem that I believe it to be universal. The main reason we procrastinate without admitting it to ourselves is, I'm not in the mood to do this. The task is probably difficult or confusing, and so it's uncomfortable, and you'd rather go to things that are easier, that you're good at. You'd rather clean your house or trim your nails or check your email than start writing the next chapter of your book but if we wait until we're in the mood, we'll never master life. Instead, practice this. Set yourself to do a task and start doing it no matter what. Don't let yourself check email or social media or go clean something or do a quick chore or errand. Sit down and do it. It will be uncomfortable. You can still do it even if it's uncomfortable. Number two, exercise even when you really don't want to. Yes, this is the same thing as procrastinating. We put off exercise for many reasons, usually because it's hard and we'd rather do something easier. But I look at it as something I need to do to take care of myself, like eating healthy food and brushing my teeth. You wouldn't skip brushing your teeth for a week, would you? Your teeth would rot. Similarly, skipping exercise for a week rots your body. Instead, practice this. Tell yourself you're gonna do a workout or run at a certain time and then show up. Do it even if you're tired or feeling lazy. Ignore the lazy feeling, the distractedness, and suck it up. You'll find that you feel great for having done it. Either way, you'll start to master doing things that are uncomfortable. Number three, sit with a little hunger. We tend to panic when we get hungry and run for the nearest junk food. What I've learned is that you can be hungry and it's not the end of the world. We don't always need to be stuffed and satisfied with crazy delicious food. Instead, practice this. Don't eat if you're not hungry. When you get hungry, sit there for a moment and turn to the hunger and see how it really feels. It's not so bad. This practice isn't to make you starve yourself, not great, but to show you that a little discomfort won't ruin your life and that you can make conscious choices about when and how much to eat. Number four, talk to someone about something uncomfortable. We avoid difficult conversations because they're not fun. They're scary, uncomfortable. That leads to all kinds of problems, including resentment, a worse relationship, 
worsening of the situation, and more. Instead, practice this. When you have a problem with someone, instead of replaying the problem in your head, talk to the person in a gentle, compassionate way. Try to see the situation from their point of view, not just yours. Bring it up with a simple, hey, can we talk about blank? And tell them how you feel without accusing them or making them feel defensive. Ask them how they feel about it. Approach it with the attitude of finding a solution that works for both of you, that preserves your relationship. What you learn from this is that pushing through this uncomfortable situation will resolve a lot of difficult problems. Number five, stick to a habit. One of the hardest things people face with changing a habit is sticking with a habit after their initial enthusiasm dies down. It's easy to do a habit for a week, but what about pushing through the second and third weeks? It gets a lot easier after those weeks, but a lot of people drop the habit too early. Instead, do this. Commit to one small habit for two months. Make it just five minutes a day and do it at the same time each day, having as many reminders set up as possible so you don't forget. Track the habit on a calendar or a log so you see your progress. Show up every day and do it. You'll start to master the formation of new habits, which will open up all kinds of changes. Number six, turn toward the problem. When we have a problem, often we avoid even thinking about it. Think about whether you have one of these problems. You've been avoiding exercise. You're overweight. You've been avoiding a major project. You put off dealing with your finances. You're unhappy about some situation in your life. Often these are uncomfortable situations and we'd rather not face them. Instead, practice this. See the obstacle as the path. Don't avoid the obstacle, the difficult situation, the problem you fear. Don't go around it. Don't ignore it. Turn toward it. See it. Acknowledge it. Figure out what's going on. Find out how to navigate within the problem. You'll find that it's not easy, but not as bad as you thought, and you'll be happy you did it. And more importantly, you'll get stronger from facing the problem. Number seven, see the good in the activity. Discipline is really learning that you don't need some incredible reward. There's inherent good in just doing the activity. For example, if you're going to eat healthy food, you don't need to make it taste like your favorite dessert or fried food, rewarding food. You can just enjoy the activity of eating fresh, healthy food. If you're going to exercise, it doesn't need to give you a flat stomach or nice arms. You can just enjoy the activity. Practice this. No matter what the activity, find the good in doing it. And the activity becomes the reward. Number eight, meditate. People think meditation is difficult or mystical, but it's fairly simple. Practice this. Take two minutes to sit still and focus on your breath, noticing when your mind wanders and gently returning to the breath. There are lots of other ways to meditate, but this is the simplest, and it shows you how to watch the urges that come up and see that you don't need to act on those urges. You might not be good at these at first, but that's why you practice. You'll learn through these practices to get good at discomfort, to show up even when you don't feel like it, to stick to something even when the enthusiasm wanes, to not act on your urges right away, to enjoy any activity as a reward in and of itself. Does life need to be pure discipline and no fun? Of course not. But if you can enjoy any activity in the moment, why not learn to master something that will pay off for you in the long run? You just listened to the post titled Seven Discipline Mastering Practices by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. So the craftsman is actually what my Myers-Briggs personality type description is on some website. 
I think it perfectly describes my personality. I like to work on one big craft or project at a time, usually dedicating many, many hours to it, whether that be saxophone in sixth through ninth grade, guitar after that, drums after that, narration, well, actually the whole production of audio from the performance to the editing is my craft now. But anyway, I do like those ideas on mastering the craft of discipline. Definitely try it out. And I'm gonna leave it there for today. It's been a rough last few days for me because I've been sick. So thank you for listening and being here and for subscribing to the show. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.